0: hello guys how are you doing i am doing fantastic this is lucia at transformedbyhisword.org i am so happy that you're here this week we are talking about can i trust my heart um this is a very hard topic Okay, I want to prefix this topic with, I'm not coming after you. Um, I'm not here to make you feel bad or make you question things or make you go down a spiral uh, that you don't need to go down on. My goal is to give you truth and the tools to get through your day-to-day uh, struggles, because that's that's my point, right? That's what I'm here for. Help you um, through what the Word of God says. So, let's get started. Like I said, it's a hard topic. I uh, want to talk about the number one lie that I see and hear in Christian circles, and not just Christian circles, but it's everywhere, but I'm more worried about my Christian family and friends that are getting cut up in this lie. So the number one lie that it's on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, people's shirts and all that is follow your heart. (laughs) It sounds so nice. It sounds so good. Uh, But it's a lie. It, it's, it's from the pit of hell. So let's examine. I have very strong opinions on this lie, but I have good reasons. So let's see what the Bible has to say, because my opinion really honestly doesn't matter. Is what God's opinion is. And if He says it's wrong, then it's wrong, right? That's how we gauge our life. That's our goal is to have our minds aligned to jesus so we will start with jesus matthew sixteen twenty four. i know i'm going right into it today you guys there's uh, a lot to cover but you know me i'm gonna go super fast i'm gonna give you tons of scripture and if you have questions you can just send me an email right, Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Did you hear that? It doesn't say, follow your heart. Or it doesn't say, if you want to be my disciple, do what makes You feel happy. Uh, On the contrary, it says, take up your cross and follow me. I think this is a tough one for most people because we should not focus on what our hearts want, and that's what we really want to focus on, but we should be looking at what Jesus wants for our lives, which is not necessarily a comfortable thing or something fun all the time. He has a plan. He has a reason for creating you, for creating me. And it's not always what I want or what I desire. It's not always what I think should be, right? But I'm not going to argue with the God that literally holds me together. (laughs) So the next scripture, uh, ta-ta-ta-ta, We're going to examine is about our hearts. So the condition of our hearts according to what God's word says. So let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17.9. Jeremiah 17.9. It says, Their heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Wicked. Who can know it? Deceitful. That's what our hearts are. Deceitful. Um, Not full of wisdom, not good guides, not good to listen to, but deceitful, above all things. This passage says that our heart is deceitful, uh, and the word that's used there, the word deceitful, can also be translated to fraudulent or polluted. So if you think about it as a transaction, right? If I'm going to follow my heart because that's what I want, it like following a document, do I want to follow a document that's truth, right? Something that's going to, if I'm following, let's say, a map, Am I going to follow a map that is accurate uh, from, I don't know, created 10 years ago? Or do I want to follow a map from the 1700s, which is going to be full of error and fraudulent information? Obviously, I want to follow the one that has the correct information, so let's not follow our hearts. They're deceitful. The next verse because i don't want you to be like well that's old testament that's you know for the people back there in the past uh so let's go to new testament and see what new testament says about the condition of our hearts so let's go to matthew and it's going to be matthew 15 18 through 19. matthew 15 18 through 19 says But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. So everything that comes out of your mouth comes from what you have in your heart. And they defile a man. Yeah, defile. It doesn't say fulfill happiness or give joy or give you the right information. It says defiles a man. I know. I know, it's hard. It's hard to hear. (sighs) Um, And then it goes out to say, For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. So, just because I don't say it doesn't mean that it's not in my heart. Now the things that are coming out of my mouth is what my heart is full of but the things that come to my thoughts are also what my heart is full of so you might be like well but i'm not a murderer uh, <laughs> i don't know if you've read the sermon of the mount um but jesus said that if you have evil thoughts angry evil thoughts towards your brother. I feel like we all fall into that category. Uh, same thing with adultery, fornication, theft, uh, all those things come from your heart. So, uh, no, the answer is no. It's not an Old Testament thing. It's uh, the New Testament does not make a picture of our heart any better. It tells us that our speech reflects our, our heart. In um, these verses, you guys, I wish I could be like, these are the only two verses. Let's look at these verses and really pay attention to them. But let's look at the rest of the Bible and everything will be fine. They're everywhere. They're not unique. There's not just this two or three or five that I'm going to give you. Um... The Bible is full of it. If you do a search on heart, you'll have tons and tons of things because our heart is naturally evil and bad. Um, But you already know me. I'm not going to leave you all there in despair and uh, with this dreadful thought. That's not who I am. So we are naturally full of all this iki yaki stuff in our heart. But then Jesus comes. And he saves the day, right? <laughs> that's what he does. He gives us this free gift of salvation. <clears throat> and when he does, he gives us a new heart. So the heart, your natural heart, the heart that you were born with, the one that's full of evil that that's your natural heart but then Jesus comes and he gives us a new heart. Um let's look at Ezekiel <clears throat> Excuse me. Ezekiel 36:26. Ezekiel 36:26 says, "I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh" and give you a heart of flesh. A heart of stone is what we have in our natural state before Jesus comes in our life. Yeah, heart of stone, hard, full of negative, ugly things. And he says, I'm going to take that away from you. When you receive the free gift of salvation, I'm going to give you a new heart, a soft heart. A heart that comes after me. Um, so this is a good indicator. What are you usually thinking about? What fills your heart? Because if it's not things of God, if it's still things of envy and evil, um, you might want to have a little sit-down conversation with Jesus and be like, Hey, what, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do wrong here? Uh, and reevaluate your standing with Christ. All right. So now that we know our hearts are evil, but He gives us a new heart, this is the next thing we're going to look at. First John. 320 says, For in our heart, for if our hearts, I'm sorry, condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. <sighs> How cool is that? We serve a God that knows all things. All things. So we don't have to be in condemnation. We don't have to live in a state of, oh no, what if I blew it again? Uh, once you have bowed your knee to Christ and He has given you a new heart and you have turned your life around and are following Christ, God will take care of your heart. <laughs> he'll, he'll take care of... Um, What's in there, and it's a very long, slow, painful process <laughs> that you go through, um, learning to let go of that desire of following your heart, and replacing it with the desire to follow God. So, instead of following our hearts, uh, we need to follow God and do His will in our heart, in our lives. So, First Peter, two, right there. First Peter two fifteen says, "For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may you may put silence the ignorance of foolish man." <sighs> I'm gonna read that one again. For this is the will of God. Okay. If you ever wonder what God's will is, here it is. That by doing good, so go out there and do good, you're going to put to silence the ignorance of foolish man. Foolish man are anyone and anything that goes against what the Bible has to say. Okay? So, I don't care who it is if they are teaching you or telling you things that are not from the bible it's ignorance it, it it's nothing that you need to be listening to or paying attention to or holding on to okay we need to hold on to christ we need to grasp his word and what he wants for our lives so we're going to put the ignorance of the world behind us and all of the follow your heart, do what feels right, live your best life stuff, right? And the full, the world is full of that right now. Like, I cannot grab my phone and look through Facebook without seeing a, you know, positive vibes and uh, you do you and... Whatever makes you happy, that's not what we're here for, Uh, you guys. As followers of Christ, that is not what we're here for. We're not here to be prettier. We're not here to be famous. We're not here to make lots of money. We're not here to, you know, I don't know, whatever fills your heart this desire, um, that's, that's not your goal. Your goal is to proclaim Christ to the ends of the world. That's your goal as a Christian. We've talked about this before. Discipleship is our goal. Um, so we need to sh- shoo away, <laughs> if you will, um, all this craziness about you know what we're feeling and what we want and my passions and desires need to be aligned with what god says and god does not say do whatever makes you feel happy jesus going back to the matthew passage matthew 16:24 tells us pick up your cross pick up your cross because being a Christian is against our culture. It's against our world. It is not easy. You will be persecuted. Um, you will be made fun of. You will feel alone. And you know what? That is part of follow your cr- pick up your cross. Um, it's hard work. It is hard work. But it's god's work you know what if it's god's work then that makes it absolutely and totally worth it right we're going to look at one more verse and that's going to be in galatians galatians 5 24. <clears throat> Galatians five twenty four says, and those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. <clears throat> and you'll talk, you'll hear me talk about passions and desires a lot. This is where it comes from. My passions and desires died at the cross the day I said, Jesus, I want your life. I don't want my life uh, because what you have for me is better than what I can come up with by myself, because I'm a sinner, and I can't be justified by my own works, that day, right, Jesus gave, took my heart of stone, gave me a heart of flesh, and my passions and desires were crucified with Christ. Okay? Um... This is what true freedom in Christ is. Freedom from the shackles of the world and into a life of friendship with the God who created the universe. Not a temporary friendship that will dwindle away like some of our friendships do here on Earth. Um, Or a friendship that's going to be separated by death, right? because that's a real thing that we struggle with, but an eternal friendship that's going to be with the one who gives us everything. The air you're breathing right now comes from God. The idea that you can be friends with the God of the universe is mind-bothering. It's like... But that's what He wants. He wants a friendship with us. So when we crucify our flesh, our passions, our desire, we pick up our cross and we follow Christ. Um, I know I've painted this really sad story almost uh, of being hard, and it's not that I'm a negative person, and I want you to think that it's going to be all hard work, but I don't want you to. Also, I don't want you to think that if you follow Christ, it's going to be all pink and purple and roses and ponies. It's not, um, but it's good. Our hope, our joy, doesn't come from our situations, right? Uh, Our friendship with God is not experiential. It's not a, oh, I feel good all the time. It's it's much deeper than that. It's a true, real relationship where he knows you in such an intimate way. Nobody else knows you that way. And you can know, again, the creator of the universe, the one that sustains your life right now in a very, very deep way. And that is why I'm doing this episode. It's because I don't want you to be sidetracked for what God has for you with this idea that if you follow your heart, everything's going to be fine. No, don't follow your heart. Forget about your heart. Read your Bible. Follow what the Bible has to say. I know there's a lot of people that do a lot of... um. Uh, devotionals and stuff, and that's fine. I have tons of books right here. That's fine. But God has given you, look, a huge, long manual on how to live your life. You don't need anything else at all. You don't need to worry about Your heart's condition. You don't need to worry about what's going on in the world. You don't need to worry about it. You need to worry about doing in a day-to-day basis what God has called you to do. He has your days numbered. With that said, if you had five days, are you going to live those five days doing what he has called you to do? Or are you waiting for something? And if you're waiting for something, my question is, what are you waiting for? To feel good? To feel better? God didn't say, take my gift of salvation, and when you feel like it, come follow me. Or when everything in your life aligns, then come follow me. Or when... You get the education or when you know enough. No. He said, follow me. That's the instruction. Follow me. We study his will so we know what to do. We don't follow our hearts. We follow his heart. Because when you study the scriptures, you're going to know God's heart. And when you know God's heart, You'll know exactly what you need to do in your life. And you'll have joy. I know it's it's a little crazy because this whole trust your heart movement or trust your heart, whatever it's called. it's in order to make you feel happy or be happy or whatever. But true happiness is in the freedom that we find in Christ alone. He created you. He knows exactly what you need to have a full life, a fulfilled life, an abundant life. Yeah, it's so cool. He's not going to let you stranded. And if you are stranded and you feel like things are not going your way, and the world is heavy just remember he wants to be your best friend god almighty wants to be your best friend he's right there with you right now he is a prayer away and i'm not going to tell you that he's going to take away uh, the situation that you're in he might not But what he is going to do is, he's going to help you and give you the strength to get through the situation that you're in. His presence alone will give you the strength. All right. I think, I think that's it. I think I'm going to leave it there. This is hard because... Our churches are saying that this is okay. But when you deep dive into the Bible, the Bible never says this. It doesn't. And I'm not here because I want to be negative and talk bad about blah, blah, blah. I just want you to be free. And I want you to build that relationship with our Savior Beyond your circumstance, beyond your feelings. So, as always, if you have any questions, if you hear anything that you think um I don't agree with that, send me an email: lgos at transformbyhisword Um, if you are in need of some biblical counseling, uh, you can go to Transform by His Word dot org and schedule an appointment there as always like follow subscribe you know all the things you need to do you're not new at this uh just share it with your friends you guys i appreciate uh the thumbs up i appreciate the likes um i feel like this information is important there's a lot of people hurting a lot of people that can use this so share it um and let's let's spread good news. Let's spread what the Bible says about these topics. Next week I'm going to be doing anxiety and depression. Yeah, uh our world is full of that right now. So, I want to touch on of course 30 minutes is not a long time, so I'm going to condense it uh and go real quick through some Good scriptures, I usually do. But yeah, so next week, anxiety and depression. Share it with people. Can I trust my heart? Short answer, no. But that's okay because you can trust God. (laughs) That's all we need. So, all right, you guys, I will see you next week. I hope you had liked this. Send me comments and share away. Have a great week. Love you. Bye.